0: Awaken your visionary and step in to the vortex of unlimited life force potential. This is the Visionary Vortex Podcast and I'm your host, Lauren Renee. And now begins the journey. Hello, 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 my darlings. Welcome back. It's so beautiful to be here speaking to you today and sharing this message around creativity, creative expression, and why it's something that at this time we are in right now that I am. So full of wisdom to speak about, because it's really been the journey that I've been on myself. So today's podcast is just with yours truly. And it's been, I haven't done one just on my own since episode one. And I must say, uh, it's definitely been a desire to have some time speaking to the mic Uh, in the curiosity of all of the beautiful humans who are going to be receiving this. (sighs) And I spoke quite a bit on episode one around this concept of creativity, how it has a life of its own, how it wants to come through. And since sharing these ideas and how the visionary vortex first came about, it's like the journey has been ongoing and ongoing and ongoing for me to really understand the concept and the nature of creative energy and how it actually wants to work in my life and what purpose it's serving beyond all of the conditioning. So as I've mentioned in previous podcasts, as a little girl, I was so creative as we all are as children I just had so much energy and life force within me. I loved dancing. I loved singing. I loved being in nature. I loved crafting. I loved playing with like insects and animals and all kinds of things, painting, drawing, writing stories. And so my parents did, you know, as what you do with a child who has a lot of creativity and, uh, you know, nurture that, okay. We're gonna put her into dance school and later on we're going to put her into lessons around speaking more clearly and doing poetry and theatre and performance and all of the things. <laughs> and mmm, for me, it, it did nurture these talents. It did help me refine them but refine them to the point of having the programming that creativity in the world meets a certain standard. And the reason I'm kind of starting with this story is because I'm getting into a much bigger point uh, for you to really continue to listen to in this episode that's really going to land because this isn't just relevant to other people that have always been creative or always loved creating. This is relevant to every single human being in the planet right now, because this conditioning around creativity is impacting all of us, right? So the conditioning around creativity, it caused a lot of uh, elements of perfectionism for me, self-criticism, self-judgment, feeling not good enough, feeling like if I couldn't be good enough at the creative arts that I loved to make them into a career, then there's no point of creating. This is a problem. (sighs) So when I got to the end of school and was choosing a career path, it was like, well, what piece of my creativity can fit into the most sensible pathway to be able to have safety and security in my life to make money. And so that was using my skills in writing to go down the path of media and journalism, got into that career. There's so much more around that, but it stifled my expression even more as I speak to, uh, in one of our other episodes, uh, that I'll be releasing alongside this one. You can check it out. I'm not sure what the number is at the time of recording this, Um, but there's an episode with uh, one of my friends, Tiffany Rouge, and we talk about how the media industry really crushes and stifles creative energy. And I thought there was something wrong with me rather than there being something wrong with the nature of the way that creativity is put into industries in the world. So I lost connection with the joy of my creativity. It was for work. It was painful. And going on my journey of healing of of coming into more alignment with who I really am, which I have been for the last 3-4 years specifically, very deeply, very rapidly. Um it's got to a point where last year in particular, around about this time last year, I began to realize I was still focusing, even though I was doing things for my, you know, what, what who I am, you know, I was creating and serving, doing what it is that is natural for me to share, or that I want to share. I was still doing it in a way that was focused on, uh, not putting my joy first or making money or providing security, all of these pieces, these patterns run so deep, so deep within us. This is the patriarchal conditioning. And I want to mention that patriarchy is not just men against women. It's like what it's the conditioning that's within all of us that puts the needs of the masculine energy to achieve, to create safety, security, all of these things before the the child and the inner woman's needs to uh, be nurtured, to express, to create, to be in joy, to feel pleasure. All of these pieces. So, yeah, I've been on this huge journey of rewriting my my story around creativity, and it's gotten to such a beautiful place of completion. Like I had to have a complete unraveling, and I actually haven't shared that piece of the journey in in too much specific detail on this podcast yet, but at the end of last year, um, yeah, I went through a really deep connection and healing process and in January moved into a van. I had to unravel a lot of the pieces that I'd created in business to be able to start fresh and discover who it is. I really am. And In a lot of the journeys, in the ceremonies that I'd be dropping into, in the experiences that I'd be having, whenever I'd tune into my own psychic channel or have readings from someone else, it was like, focus on your creative expression, just focus on being, focus on the creative expression. And what's really reawakened in me is the full expression of my voice, singing, uh, connection to dance in a way that, you know, before it was like I was reconnecting to dance and movement. It was all about healing. It was all about achieving something. And I'm now, you know, I, I was coming back to these expressions purely for my own joy, not even about being of service, not about sharing for an audience. You know, I was a creative being and connected to these parts of me. But it always like, it was like, oh, if this isn't for a purpose, is that if there isn't someone receiving this, if there isn't get, if this isn't getting me somewhere, then it's not serving anything. That point in itself is most likely something that you, the listener hold within as well, or it's what majority of people hold within is this idea that doing things that are creative. And I'm talking about like the creative arts, I suppose here, like, Writing poetry, writing, uh, dancing, singing, all of these things. Oh, if you don't, if you're not good enough to do this as a career or share it on your social media, if it's not something that you're writing for someone else that's going to get you somewhere or make you money or whatever it is, then it's a waste of time. And this is a big problem. Because we are all innately creative beings, all of us. And especially, you know, during this time that we're in, where there's so much uncertainty in the world, how do we become comfortable with uncertainty? How do we use this element of uncertainty as something that can bring us so much joy and love and deepening in our connection with life. Creativity. Because creativity, the nature of creativity is so uncertain. So, so, so uncertain. I've had to really learn this because, as I mentioned, you know, in a media environment, in being a journalist, in working for PR agencies, it was like I always knew what the outcome of what I was creating was going to be. The outcome was directing what I was creating okay I need to write a press release that has this goal of reaching this many people and this is the story angle we want to hit and writing from that place to then you know the last year writing my book unconditional needing to surrender to that piece of creativity like having no idea the way that it's going to work out like knowing what the vision is Uh, knowing how it wants to feel for me, you know, you can tune into these different elements of creativity and the ideas, but you have no idea what it's going to look like and no idea what it's going to do for you. But ultimately it's so healing and so supportive. So I am, I, in the last few weeks, (laughs) I have birthed, uh, out to the world, released out to the world A women's creative expression retreat called Awaken Your Creatress. And I want to speak to this uh, because I I was kind of tuning in. I'm like, okay, I'm announcing this creative expression retreat for women, which is super playful, super in our inner child, super feminine, uh, considered probably. And this is what I'm tuning into. It's like, oh, people are probably considering this. as like super indulgent and oblivious. Or, you know, there's this kind of just Lauren's in her own naivety and disconnected from the world. These are the projections or these are the ideas I'm having around what projections other people might be having about this. So that's kind of my, you know, why I was inspired to really speak to this whole concept on this podcast. So Awaken Your Creatress, this idea, this thread came through to me at the end of November last year. And uh, at the end of last year, I did two very uh, deep ceremonial retreats uh connecting with plants going deep inward with myself connecting with the earth and the initial idea for awaken your creatress was kind of like just just the beginning of all of these awakenings for me right uh, i was wanting to completely transform the way i was doing business i didn't want to be in that hustle mindset anymore this like Whew, i mean that's a whole other topic but there's so many ugh, there's so many women out there at the moment that are proclaiming feminine leadership that are not actually leading with their feminine. It's still internalized patriarchy where it is actually using feminine essence to, uh, create, uh, you know, all these resources and things like that. And there's a way you can see beyond the illusions of this. And I was seeing beyond the illusions there and I wanted to create change. And I was like, how many women are so creative, so, so, so creative, like amazing creatresses that are putting their creative energy towards business, making money, helping other people make more money, helping other people heal. So then they can create success to make more money. Right. Can you see how this goal it's, it's, not actually fulfilling us. And I went through that experience. Like I had my, you know, ironically, and I, this is why I own it as well. It's like, I was doing my coaching business, supporting women into feminine leadership. And did I get the lesson that the way that I was doing that was not true feminine leadership in the process? Because yes, I was helping the clients. They're having amazing results. Everything should have felt good but it didn't. I was stressed. I was tired. I was, you know, not having time for intimate relationships. And I was like, this is, I was, you know, spending all these times on screens and I was like, this is not it. And I had to listen to my womb and, you know, come back to the truth, which, you know, led me to reconnecting back I did three months of celibacy a womb reset intentionally plugging the womb back into the earth uh doing a creative writing mentorship to rewrite my creative story creativity became my focus and doing a shamanic business mentorship as well which is really about going deeper beyond the layers and actually tuning into the energetics of what is truth around what you want to create and this changed you know started to shift and change a lot of things for me so Awaken your creatress. The original intention was this was going to be an online offering for women that were in the hustle that were waking up to the fact that they're actually creative and they want to do things that are more reflective of their creativity that brings them joy rather than just, you know, doing coaching programs and things like that. That is one element of creativity. But if it's constantly focused on sales and this and that, it's like you're prostituting your creativity. That's internalized patriarchy. And, you know, if if that's something you're going through, it's okay. You you know, like I said, you're still doing good work for the world, but I believe it can be done in a much better way that is so much more nourishing and enriching for everyone. Um, But it requires a lot of reprogramming around this. And, you know, this is what I want to really share with you today. So it was going to be a six-month journey, um, you know, supporting women to create podcasts, write books, uh you know do all these things that kind of allow their expression to come out uh as a way that their offerings become more of a creative art piece more of a reflection of who they really are um and i never ended up launching it i was going to launch it in january and it just didn't feel right and again nature of create creative projects when you receive that idea you're just opening up a portal and your creative projects initiate you And I, you know, I do say this a lot on this podcast, but it's such an important point because you are not the boss of your, your creative ideas. They are like a child. You know, you think a baby comes into this world when a woman has a child. Again, it's reversing these ideas. Like many people will think that the child comes into the world and you're there to control it and discipline it and teach it your ways. And it's your, you it's got to be like you, but really that child is coming in to help you heal and help you grow and help you expand. And yeah, you know, that that's what it's all about. And it's the same. We can think about this with our creative ideas. So awaken your creatress was this for me. It was like, mm, yeah, yeah, Lauren, you're on the path. You are opening to something deeper here, but is it an online course for female entrepreneurs who are burnt out or is it a little bit deeper? Like, can you go a little bit deeper with the way that you've truly awakened your creatures? And the answer was yes, because I was still using my creativity for the other. I hadn't yet fully embodied, fully realized that my creativity first and foremost is for myself, for my own healing, for my own expression. And then when I get to feel that for myself when I get to be in relationship with my creative expression and my projects and bring them out to the world. Like I get to experience that deep joy and I could never release it. And I'd be happy even with this podcast, you know, it's like this is an opportunity for me to just self-reflect on what I've been through and hear myself and hear what I'm passionate about and invoke my inspiration. Though then I'm going to share this with with you guys and I'm going to trust that when I'm speaking from my heart, when I'm expressing from my heart and expressing my truth, it's going to offer something. And it's just trusting in that. But if I was trying to work out, oh, what is the best thing for the others to hear? What do they want to know? You know, I'm I'm missing the point of creation and... <laughs> you know, feel free to disagree with me, but (laughs) because I have been, I've worked in marketing and PR and all the things, and I've done the whole game of writing for the other and directing it all about them. Uh, But this is the path I'm on now, and this is the path of true fulfillment. And when we're really in ourselves and our own expression, this is when the people who truly resonate with us can find us. (sighs) Mm. So. Then, (laughs) Awaken Your Creatures is in the background, in this abyss. I kind of forgot about the the whole idea. I had branding, beautiful branding done for it as well. All of it was there. I'd written up a sales page, but it just never got birthed, and I trusted that. And then uh, just recently, over the winter solstice, I sat in ceremony again. It was so magical, because for me, my... A big part of my ancestral lineage is Celtic. So Solstice is very connected to my ancestral lineage. Uh, Going to Solstice ceremony at Stonehenge uh, in the UK three years ago was really the beginning of like this whole, really, when I think about it, this whole awakening of my creatress, the whole process of that, because creative expression, uh, especially using the voice, is medicine of my ancestors this is a healing art form Ah, <sighs> music you know speaking storytelling I love it it's like I, I feel this Ooh, it's like my whole body tingles when I when I share that um because this is it like our ancestors regardless of your lineage were all creative we as human beings are all creative beings and it brings us joy and it brings joy to others when we share from a place of our own joy So in this ceremony, I, you know, through my van life journey, which was really about, like I said, wiping the slate clean in many senses. Like I said, being able to surrender to that death process is a huge thing, but it creates space for something so much more beautiful to emerge. I just see this image of my one of my totem animals, butterflies just coming out when I say that which is, you know, the death, the, the, you know, you've got to die. You've got to be in the cocoon in order for the butterfly to emerge. And, and it was so beautiful because my van uh, had butterflies all within it. That was my cocoon. And and now coming out of it, it's really like, Oh, this is creative expression. This is beauty. All of this that I get to share. So hmm, the solstice. Yes. So what I got to see over this solstice weekend was how much I had really stepped into my creatures. Like oh, this real healing of my inner child and my inner woman, particularly, you know, my van life journey was healing of the inner child massively. Uh, it's like, I got to go back to that preconditioning place of the child that just went and explored in nature that made up dances that sang that, spoke to spirits, all these things, it's like, oh, now, you know, two months away from turning 30, it's like, oh, I'm back to this part of myself, this innocence, because creative expression is innocence. So pure. It's just allowing whatever wants to come through to come through and trusting in that, trusting in the feeling. And, yeah, I was just like oh these ceremonies are just so beautiful because it's music it's connection singing and I at the end of one of the ceremonies so this was a four-day retreat at the property I live on mind you I just want to acknowledge the gratitude that I have that I live on the most stunningly beautiful land right now and I get to go to retreats (laughs) on my own land (laughs) thank you And mm, 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 mm. I just allowed my voice to be awakened in a whole new way during this ceremony. (sighs) And my dance, my movement, my poetry on the day that we connected to the four elements when I was at the earth altar, I just had these beautiful poems come out, Uh, which actually... How about I read one? Let me see if I can find it. Hmm, 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 hmm. While I speak a bit more to this, so because this this day that I wrote this poem was really a big uh, awakening of understanding, creative expression as well. Like when I'm looking at this page right now, I see like just these scribbles all over it. So I'll put that up to the the video that I'm doing as well. And it was like, this is creative energy. I was writing with my left hand and it's like, oh, creative energy is chaos, total chaos. And we don't know where it's going to go. We just have to be in that chaos and be in that unknown. And then then we create something from it. Right. Uh, and this is when we got to the air altar to that day. This is the poem that I shared that I wrote. So I would love to share it with all of you as well she and he i receive here i am bathing in the winter sun rays penetrating me mother earth activating my creativity my heart is open my love is free for i am reunited with life the he and she and everything in between within me. What a gift it is to simply be. What a blessing it is to have a woman's body. With the pride of a lion I bear my breast, soft and tender, guarded with a sword of protection, a sword that cuts down all that isn't love, that I will wield to those who have not yet found their strength and softness within With courage, I direct them back to themselves. My heart doesn't whisper anymore. Her voice is loud and bold, supported by the womb, the earth, her songs and messages. I am a channel to birth. United with the codes of light I hold, I claim all the pleasures available to me. I am a woman in her power. I am a woman in service to nature and herself. This commitment is not selfish. This commitment is a gift to all of life. For when I pour all of this love into myself, when I surrender and receive every drop of wisdom of he and she, my experience inspires all of humanity to receive love from themselves and all of life with me. Ah, So I remember sharing that and majority of the people at this retreat were other women. And it was so beautiful, like so beautiful to be with other sisters. And uh, yeah, to share this magic. And at the end of that day, I was just like having my voice opening and I'm singing and chanting and Oh, it was so, so, so beautiful. And uh, one of the women there shared with me that, you know, she was really inspired by me and loved my words. And I actually had this reflection from a lot of people, which was so nice to receive because it's taken me a long time in my journey to just be able to express my creativity and not, you know, need to receive that validation in return, right? Like that's a huge thing for me. It's like that validation is just like I already – I already know like I I already love myself in my expression and thank you because I love this creative work that's come through me and thank you for appreciating it too and mm, it was just so nice but uh yeah one of the women shared that you know she wants to be creative and she wants to express herself and she's still connecting with that part of herself. Like multiple other women said that I was playing songs on my ukulele too, which, you know, I've only been practicing for less than a year now still, you know, on beginner level, but it's like, it's for my joy. So it doesn't matter. Um, you know, one of the women shared, she was inspired to pick up ukulele and I was like, wow, I'm creatively inspiring other women. And they're realizing how powerful this can be in their lives. And, it was shared, you know, I, I always feel like it's a waste of time if I'm painting or whatever it is like that. If I'm going for a walk in nature, it's a waste of time. And I'm like, girl, I feel you <laughs> like I have been through that. I had to go through that when I started writing my book, like it was like all of this, like struggling artist mentality came up. If I'm writing a book, then therefore I must be in absolute survival, cannot be thriving whatsoever. It's all conditioning. And. Mm. this is why, <laughs> this is why I'm creating this retreat. And the re- what, I, what I actually, yeah, the point that really landed for me the other night. So at the moment, I'm reading one of my favorite books on creativity, Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. She is such an inspiration for me, the way that she speaks about creative energy. And uh, yeah, I've just kind of been re- reading this book Uh, as inspiration for my retreat and what I want to share, because ultimately this, the intention of this retreat is to reconnect women back to their creative essence and realizing that it's for their own joy and self-healing. And it's something to cultivate within your life that awakens your femininity and, and brings so much, you know, it transforms your energy and that brings so much to your relationships and the people around you and what you produce is just an additional gift and the point of art the point of expression is like not what it the standard of it and the quality of it and all these things it's how you felt and how it makes the other person feel when they receive that so a lot of reprogramming is going to be in this retreat around all of this so yeah the the, this this piece in in big magic um, by elizabeth gilbert really landed so i'm going to just read that out um it made total sense to me (laughs) and i was like yeah this is this is why I am dedicated to sharing about creative expression during the the world we're in today. So if your calling is to make things, then you still have to make things in order to live out your highest creative potential and also in order to remain sane. Possessing a creative mind, after all, is something like having a border collie for a pet. It needs work or else it will cause you an outrageous amount of trouble. Give your mind a job to do, or else it will find a job to do. And you might not like the job it invents. It invents, in brackets, eating the couch, digging a hole through the living room floor, biting the mailman, etc. It has taken me years to learn this, but it does seem to be the case that if I'm not actively creating something, then I'm probably actively destroying something this is the line. If I'm not actively creating something, then I am probably actively destroying something in brackets myself, a relationship or my own peace of mind. I firmly believe that we all need to find something to do in our lives that stops us from eating the couch. Whether we make a profession out of it or not, we all need an activity that is beyond the mundane and that takes us out of our established and limiting roles in society, brackets, mother, employee, neighbor, brother, boss, etc. We all need something that helps us to forget ourselves for a while, to momentarily forget our age, our gender, our socioeconomical background, our duties, our failures and all that we have lost and screwed up we need something that takes us so far out of ourselves that we forget to eat forget to pee forget to mow the lawn forget to resent our enemies forget to brood over our insecurities prayer can do that for us community service can do it sex can do it exercise can do it and substance abuse can most certainly do it albeit with god awful consequences but creative living can do it too perhaps creativity's greatest mercy is this By completely absorbing our attention for a short and magical spell, it can relieve us temporarily from the dreadful burden of who we are. Best of all, at the end of your creative adventure, you have a souvenir, something that you made, something to remind you forever of your brief but transformative encounter with inspiration. So let that settle in whatever wants to come out of that for you. But for me, it was that piece. If I'm not creative something, creating something, I'm destroying something, most likely myself, my relationships, all these pieces. And this is particularly like, I feel really relevant to anyone in human design that is a generator or a manifesting generator in particular, uh, which means that we are here to create a lot. <laughs> That's our purpose. And so one thing that I've kind of been reflecting on, you know, a lot too is, Mm. so, you know, realizing at what point did I stifle my creativity and how did I ever sabotage my creative expression? Like what were the ways that I would distract myself from creative expression? And it's this consumption of other people's creativity, uh, namingly consumption online through social media platforms, you know, from whatever age it was like 12 or 13 or something like having MSN, MySpace, this constant connection and being able to relate with other people and create on an online platform. It's like that, that became this distraction and that distraction, that element became the modality, you know, to feed into to things ongoing. And then, you know, through university, it's like, because this creative energy was not like what I expected it to be. When I was studying journalism, it was like this framework, this is the way you write, this is the word limit, blah, 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 blah. I loved festivals, partying, alcohol, drugs, like, you know, that was my way of expressing creativity, casual sex, loved it. That was like a huge element of my creative expression. And I feel, you know, that's a, that's the reality for many people. And that is the example of if we're not actively creating in a healthy way, we are destroying, especially if you are someone who is here to create someone who is a generator manifesting generator. So yeah. And, and, you know, just to reflect this, this element of creativity, like our ancestors again have always been creating something, you know, learning a craft, learning how to build something. All of these things are forms of creativity, like, man, woman, everything in between, whatever you are, you have something that you love creating every single person. Okay. Whether that's an art form, you know, an art form, everything's creative art form really or not. uh, It's something that you put your love and energy into that brings an idea into tangible form. How amazing is that? Is that not the coolest most epic part of being human, right? So no wonder if we're not creating And we're not connecting to that joy and it's not something for us and it's for others and it's for survival. Of course, we're going to be depressed. Of course, we're going to be destroying ourselves. Of course, we're looking for something that's going to fill that void connection, absorbing other people's creativity. Uh, one of my mentors, uh, Angel Phoenix, who I also did a podcast, um, with on this, uh, on this, uh, podcast (laughs) episode two, I believe. Um, you know, shared like over 80% of people are just consuming online, not creating. And this is like this, these, this is the amount of people that are, I wouldn't, you know, not everyone is, I think I, you know, I'm, some people are getting inspired, you know, the people who are creators as well, I believe are using this platform to inspire their own creativity. Uh, it's an element of the way that I use it as well to see, to be aware, to learn, to receive, but, you know, I limit myself a lot more than I used to because, it becomes a numbing out. That's it. It becomes a numbing out of our ability and our capacity to create something for ourselves that brings us joy. So instead we feed off everyone else's. And I really want to change that in the world because when we do have so many lockdowns, so much uncertainty, like I said, creativity brings us beauty. It allows us to transform on like it. it's, you know, we have these big conversations in the world right now around trauma. It's becoming very apparent and very, you know, coming into the mainstream awareness now. Uh, amazing documentary, uh, The Wisdom of Trauma that I recently watched as well. And I was like, I'm so happy this is finally in the world uh, because we're all traumatized in, in some perspective with the conditioning that puts us in this way of living that is completely, uh, based around our survival rather than our innate thriving and creative expression helps us heal our trauma because it is working with our subconscious mind. Uh, you know, one, one creative art form, for example, is drawing or painting. I went to an amazing life drawing class, um, that is in Mullumbimby, so anyone who's listening to this that's in that area, I highly recommend that class, uh, was really about this, just getting whatever it is you're feeling by looking at a subject out onto this paper, not worrying about what it looks like. But in doing that, you're releasing energy. You're seeing what is in the unseen in your mind, getting that out into the physical, and it's leaving your body We have, you know, this idea and this is conditioning in the new age, spiritual, conscious, whatever um, world it is, which I'm moving away from as well to, you know, because we are all, regardless of what reality we are living, we're all spirits having a human experience. It's, it's relevant for all of us and creating these separate subcultures creates more separation. And ultimately we're here to create unity anyway, um, our, our creative, you know, we, we in, what I was saying in the, in these communities, we have this conditioning that, um, our healing process is something that's really painful and deep and, oh, we got to like be in the shadow work and all this stuff. And yeah, like, yeah, it's great to delve into that. But the thing I love about creative expression is it makes it joyful, like reconnecting back to singing. I can just like sit in my room and sing whatever comes out, write music, play my ukulele, and it's helping me heal. And I'm like, wow, if I knew three years ago that I could just like sing and write songs and all these things to heal or write just for myself, not write to share my process, to share with everyone else because I've got to be of service with my healing process because that's how you be a spiritual leader. Not truth, you know, who we? our purpose is not what we do. Our purpose is who we are. Let that land. <laughs> it's a separate piece as well. And this is what I, you know, want to support these women that come to my retreat to understand as well. It's like, yeah, you, you know, you, you don't have to make a purpose out of your creativity. It's just for you. And it helps you become more of who you are and more expressed, more alive, more vibrant, more happy, more joyful, more connected to your heart because creativity connects you to your heart, your womb, the earth, all the things. And it's something that's freely available to all of us. And... Every single person, regardless of your circumstance, like Elizabeth Gilbert says in that, that piece I read, it's like this gives you a moment to, to disconnect from the challenges of reality and be in this place of absolute bliss. It's like I said, it's like this is our creativity is how we experience our heaven on earth. We are the creators. We can create things that are messy and imperfect and it's not about the standard. It's just about, oh, I made something. Did you not do that as a child? You just made things. You're releasing energy. It's powerful. Mm. And yeah, I actually, you know, I mention Angel a lot because I love her. <laughs> it's one of my favorite speakers. Um, I was listening to a live with her this morning where she was talking about why mm, people are, you know, there's this massive rise of people having babies in the world right now. And that reason being is because people are having babies because they don't know how to express their creativity in any other way. There's boredom. And I always thought like, even when I was a teenager, like, oh, you know, chatting to this guy on MSN and Hey, what you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm doing this and doing that. I'm talking to this person to that person. I'm like doing this thing. And I'm like, what about you? Not NM, not much, <laughs> not much bored, pretty bored. And I'd be like, bored I don't know like boredom was never really a concept for me because I am a generator I am I want so much creative energy I always have something to do always and I believe boredom is just disconnection from creative living it's sad that's why it's like it's depression this element of boredom there's so many things we can do in the world so many things we can learn so many things we can create and I just like I get into this fantasy world around that, and if we cannot be actively destroying ourselves, if we cannot be in our addictions, uh, you know, scrolling social media, drinking, doing drugs, having too much, having a lot of sex from the wrong intention, all these things, then we can create things. We can create a new hobby, a new passion all of it. I have like my, my room is like just a complete creative temple space. And I created it this way because of wanting to bring through this podcast, wanting to bring through my retreat, wanting to bring through my book. And I have my ukulele out. I have my art book. I have so many notepads, books, things everywhere. My dancing shoes, everything that just inspires me. And if I find myself, you know, almost trying to want to actively destroy myself in some way, I'll be like, oh, I just need to create something. I just need to make something or sing, I'll dance, whatever it is, self-pleasure. It's another form of like moving creative energy, receiving inspiration. It's like, oh, and I'm happy. I'm back to myself and I don't feel gross or dirty or whatever it is afterwards because I've not chosen something that helps me heal. I've like perpetuated this discomfort that I'm experiencing around like that urge to actually create. And that urge to actually create can come up against resistance because that's just our conditioning that creativity is not of value. So, hmm, let that all land um, and integrate that into your life. Like, just kind of reflect right now, like what you've received from this podcast and what's something, you know, that's dropped in for you and what's a way that you can really integrate that piece into your life. Is it actually being like, oh yeah, I've been actively destroying myself in this way. And this week I'm going to commit to um, cutting my screen time down by 50% and getting an art book and paints or um, using that one hour before bed that I scroll to create a beautiful. Oh, I love it. Oh, yeah. Like I have this theory that it's a Virgo thing of like creating epic playlists, but creating, curating playlists, based on your mood or day or whatever it is, is such an amazing form of creative expression. Can you play with creating a playlist and then just tune into how your body wants to move in the mystery? It's like, if we can get comfortable with the mystery through creative expression, then we support us to move out of surviving purpose of surviving into thriving in uncertainty which is what we need to do in order to evolve in the uncertain time we're in today and that's you know ultimately the intention of visionary vortex is to see how actually amazing it is that we're in this time of uncertainty because we get to evolve ourselves and each other and come into deeper intimacy with life in this process Hmm. so if you're really complete with with what i've shared there and again yeah choose how you how you integrate this in your life and I would love for you to share that with me at Lauren Renee Intimacy on Instagram at visionary underscore vortex give us a follow give us a shout out share this episode uh you know because it's it's a message that I believe everyone can receive whether you're already someone who creatively expresses or not it's for every single human being on this planet right now uh because you know it's like people are having babies because they're bored at the moment and that's bringing a whole human life in and it's just from this like i have no idea how to be creative so i'm going to like you know go into my primal and birth a baby but it's like there's so much to consider in that um when we can be making beautiful art you know i i am you know nearly turning 30 my womb is like oh i could really have a baby it's like do i really want to do that right now do i have the right environment to do that all these things it's like well actually i think this desire to have a baby is just like i'm super creative and i'm birthing a book right now and i have space for more and isn't that magical but i don't you know most women don't have this awareness as well so yes so uh if you are in australia i don't believe anyone can really come here outside of australia at the moment Uh, awaken your creatress my four-day retreat for Women's creative expression, where I'm going to be diving into all of these concepts, and we're going to be going across um, multiple different creative art forms. I'm having it at the land that I live on uh, in northern New South Wales, just near the border of Queensland. Ah, in such in the rich bunjalung Nation, uh, just really honoring and paying respects to the amazing, beautiful, incredible, wise ancestors of this land, Uh, giving my gratitude for having me here and for giving me permission to facilitate this retreat during this time, Uh, knowing that it is supportive of us coming into harmony with the earth and with each other, with ourselves, healing. Um, So yeah, across four days, I have guest facilitators, Uh, We're going to be going through movement, sensuality, using our, uh, the innocence of our sexual energy towards our own creations rather than, you know, needing to go out and party and have casual sex and all those things, um, movement, um, balancing in our bodies that holding the safe masculine energy container for our feminine to feel safe, to come alive, uh if we have that first movement day we go into music i have my songwriting and ukulele teacher uh coming in there's going to be a voice activation a jam night uh whether you've never sung or learned instruments before totally fine you're going to learn that you've got it in you and uh then we go we have a cacao ceremony so activating creative medicine opening the heart uh we go into uh, visual art. So, we're going to do a little nature quest where we understand how there's inspiration everywhere at all times and how we tune into that using nature as our muse, doing a bit of life drawing, the feminine body as the muse. Uh, and last day is performance day. So, uh, tuning into character play, performance, spoken word um theater like how we use that to bring out and integrate aspects of ourselves and express aspects of ourselves and um use that as healing and also get to share that with others you know through entertainment and lightheartedness like it's going to be so amazing i pretty much this is like the retreat i want to attend for myself when i get to just share it with all other sisters so uh yeah link link in my instagram bio if you want to apply for that and uh yeah thank you for receiving this wisdom today and yeah i look forward to dropping in with you all next time uh there's two other episodes or you know multiple other episodes in this podcast uh, on the topic of creative living and uh, creating from your joy and coming into alignment with thriving over surviving so check them out let them just roll over onto your playlist and subscribe leave a review recommend any guests you feel I could have on this podcast all the things just just communicate with me (laughs) I love you guys and I will speak to you next time